Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, it's hour two on the new beginning here. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. You can go to YouTube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show if you'd like to watch, and it's absolutely free. We also welcome in our great radio affiliates around the country, numbering 362, and the people watching around the world. We've heard from a couple of different countries this morning. They're able to watch the show on YouTube. Got a poll question. I thought it was kind of spicy, although I don't know if the results are going to be that. Make love and update the They're poll pretty results. close. Uh, who's the NBA MVP, Giannis or LeBron? 61% Giannis. All right. And I'm, if he wins, great. Great story. He came in the league. He was seven feet tall. He weighed 180 pounds. He's made himself into a great basketball player. And he's, he's more than just a guy who's seven feet, runs up and down the floor dunking, as James Harden pointed out. He has worked to increase his range, his ball handling. He's a wonderful player. But LeBron James is the better story this year. And with that story comes results as well. And that's why I'm predicting that the media is going to have this change of heart and go, this is pretty incredible what we're watching. And trust me, having voted on these awards, sometimes the storyline plays an important role. James Harden finally won his MVP. Russell Westbrook won his MVP. The Greek Freak won his MVP. And then when you realize LeBron hasn't won one since 2012. He's got four MVPs. It feels like he's been the MVP for 15 years. Right? By default, it just feels like, oh, who's the best player in the league? You know, LeBron James. And, you know, you, I can I have no problem saying the Greek Freak's the best player in the game. The best player doesn't always win. Charles Barkley won one. Carl Malone won one. Why do you think they won those? There was a storyline there. Jordan won five of them. Jordan could have won every single year. But Charles Barkley and the Suns were a great story. Malone and the Jazz were great stories. And great stories sometimes win MVPs. Just the way it is. And that's why I looked at LeBron, you know, what he's done this year. Everybody telling me Kawhi's better than LeBron. LeBron's passed the baton to him. No, he hasn't. Oh, Anthony Davis is the best player on the Lakers. No, he's not. My approach is probably pretty boring. If my boss, if I had a boss, they'd go, come on, create some excitement. Say Anthony Davis is better than LeBron or Kawhi's better than They're not. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Kawhi has load management. And LeBron goes out there and plays. Now, do I want load management for LeBron later in the season? Yes. So he doesn't do what James Harden does every playoffs. And that is, gets tired. But LeBron last night, going against Zion and the Pelicans, put up great numbers. Lakers, Bucks, Friday night. 
that'll be fun. All right. Got our poll question. Phone calls are always welcome every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. We'll go around the room. Our best and worst. We'll talk a little bit more about Tony Romo getting $17 million. The uh, Deontay Wilder-Tyson Fury rematch is a go. I get it from Wilder's perspective. He's 34. This is his last payday. If you're Fury, you know this was part of the language in the contract. You get another payday, and then that will lead to your, your matchup with Joshua. And then that'll be for really, really big numbers. And then Tyson Fury could probably retire after that or want to retire after that. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Anthony in California joins us. Hey, Anthony, what do you have for me today? Hey, good morning, Dan. Love the new format. You guys rock. Welcome to the Internet. It, this is just, just amazing. And I want to say you solved one of my worst problems with the show. Recorded it every day on my DVR. Went away on vacation for two weeks hoping to binge watch. Yep. Came back, found out my DVR had died. I was, I was beside myself. And, so and now I don't have to worry about that anymore. And, Anthony, we found out about your DVD dying, and that's why I have on demand that you'll never miss an episode. It's because of you, Anthony, and nobody I, else. And I love you. I Thank love you. you for that. Thank you, Anthony. That's what we do. It's one listener. It's one viewer at a time. That's our motto. Mediocrity or bust. You know what? You need me to call your boss so you can watch it at work. I'll try to help you out there as well. In fact, we should pick out one one viewer who said says, will you call my boss and would you ask him if I can watch the show while I work? And I'd be more than happy to do that. So send your uh, tweets and uh, Mario is uh, going to, you know, we'll, we'll try to help out one person. Just send, you know, just tweet us, all right? And then if I can help one person watch this show, then I'll do that. Just to make your life a little bit better. Jeff in St. Louis. Jeff. How do I make your life better today? Good morning, Dan. Good morning. And that was close to a hole in one on the yep. on, your, on the simulator. Nice shot. Yeah, if you're Missed just you guys. if you're new to the show and you're watching, wow. we have a lot of bells and whistles, a lot of toys in here. We got our golf simulator. If you want to learn how to play golf, I've got the golf simulator. You want to learn how to shoot hoops, you can watch me. We have a beautiful gym in here. It is a spectacular man cave. So uh, continue, Jeff. Yes, Dan. Um I want to do my best and worst of the okay. week. All right. Definitely the best, and I'm going without a doubt, best of the year is being able to watch you you and the bayonets uh, back like on it. my TV again like for it. free, and that proves how unselfish you are <laughs> and dedicated you are to your fans. And I love you all. Thank First you. First get better. Right. <laughs> and my worst, I, I'm just, he's my favorite quarterback. Get over this. Tom Brady deal. I'm tired of it. Oh, you got Figure a couple more weeks there, Jeff. Thanks for the phone call. And good luck with that. Uh, Tom Curran had something that I, I want to read for you. And uh, Curran covers the Patriots. Let me see if I have it here. Um, let me see if McLovin. You said that to me here. I did believe. You did? I did. Uh, you talking about uh, which aspect oh, okay. of the Syracuse thing? Or no, no, no. Tom Curran. Well, I don't know why Brady and Edelman were at Syracuse, a basketball game with Jimmy Fallon. We're still trying to figure that out. There's got to be a reason. What happened? There's got to be a way to connect that to another NFL franchise. Like how many steps from going to a Syracuse Buffalo. game to he should be playing for the Bills. Buffalo Bills. Remember we had that caller say Buffalo no, last no. week? Yeah, he's not going there. Right, let's see. This is uh, Tom Curran. First off, this is not a Cold War. 
It's T-minus 15 days until Brady becomes a free agent. The Patriots want Brady to play quarterback for them in 2020. There are financial hoops to jump through. There are personnel obstacles to clear. Understandings on both sides need to be reached. But the Patriots want to try and make that happen. There's been no meeting, but it hasn't been total radio silence. Texts have been sent. Bill Belichick is not freezing Brady out. That's according to Tom Kurt. Uh, all right. I mean, until we hear something more out of Brady's camp, because this isn't out of the Patriots camp or Belichick's camp, and uh, maybe they're trying to create some leverage here. You get a deal. People are fawning all over you. Great. Then you go back to the Patriots and say, are you willing to give me this? And then we're going to find out what Judgment Day is all about. A couple of things here. My uh, source was at the combine over the weekend and had some uh, interesting things to say. I wanted to bring it to your attention. Uh, And they're all random thoughts because I go back and forth with him about what I'm seeing on on the screen. Um. I said, did we learn anything from the combine? And he said, you know, a lot of medical questions are answered. He's really big on that, that you, you, you really get a chance to see these players. And he said, uh, you know, Isaiah Simmons from Clemson might be the freakiest tester, which puts him in the top five. But when you watch his tape, it's too high. This goes back to Dion Jordan. Remember him at Oregon? And he went like three overall to Miami. He had everything. He was like, look at this athlete. I don't even know if he's still playing. Uh, my source says all reports on Tua were good. Engaging, came off smarter than his test score. Do we know what the Wonderlick score is? Because apparently my source does. Uh, so I don't know if Tua didn't do well in the Wonderlick, but he said engaging came off smarter than his test score. My source goes on to say, There will be a lot of hype around Jordan Love of Utah State. Big, athletic, strong arm, all the physical tools. Big question, will he be able to run an NFL offense? Good kid, humble, wilted this year in games versus better competition. He's a good prospect that will take time, but today his value is inflated. Um, Talked about Akuda from Ohio State. He didn't like the way he looked prior to getting hurt. And he likes uh, this guy, Willie Gay, from uh, Mississippi State. Very good. So it's just sort of random thoughts that I get when I go back and forth with him. And uh, you know, he's the one who told me about Phillip Rivers with the, you know, the Colts. And he hasn't wavered off of that. Now it feels like the NFL world is catching up with that report that came out at the Super Bowl. And I don't know if they go if – I'm, if I'm the Colts, who else is available here? And if it's you – know, you're going to be able to get Andy Dalton – is Andy Dalton make does Teddy Bridgewater make more sense? And then you have Philip Rivers. I think Andy Dalton is sneaky good in a situation like this for a couple of teams. Like if I miss out, if Brady leaves and I'm on the Patriots, I would look at Andy Dalton. You know, the Bears thinking of bringing in Andy Dalton. That's interesting. This is it for Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, this is put up or shut up here. Because Andy Dalton, to me, is a better quarterback than Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky has a lot of talent, but you're waiting for potential. And that can be that can cost you your job. I also had a source tell me that he did not say he did not believe for a minute that the Redskins are interested in Tua Tonga Bailoa. And I went, All right. Um, you want the Dolphins to think you really want Tua. That's that's what you want. 
And if, if that's what the goal – by the way, the, the, the story was broken by a Florida newspaper. So the people covering the Redskins didn't break this story. It was a newspaper. I don't know if it was the Sun Sentinel that broke this story about Tua came away thinking the Redskins really are interested in bringing me in for Dwayne Haskins. I have no problem with that. If I'm Ron Rivera and I walk in and I go, okay, do I want Dwayne Haskins? Yes or no? Because I have a chance to say no and do something really dramatic for this team. But I'm interviewing Tua either way. May it, it, give the impression you're interested in him. That's all. The Niners did this with Mitchell Trubisky. And then the Bears go, oh, my God, we might miss out on him. Too soon, Dad, too soon. Yeah. But that's why if Washington takes Tua, I think it's spectacular. It'd be fun. Uh, would I rather have Tua than Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, I would. If I knew Tua was going to check out medically. But Haskins, I thought in the last month, played pretty well. And then maybe you see some of the embryonic stages of, you know, a very good quarterback here. He's just not, you know, I only saw one year at Ohio State. And it goes back to when you're trying to handicap this, and, it's, you know, one of my uh, friends that sort of said, at LSU, how many times are the wide receivers wide open? At Alabama, how many times are the wide receivers wide open? you got to get, and the, and the knock on Justin Herbert is he waited until you became open, and he would sometimes miss on those throws. So one of the scouts said, you need a quarterback who throws you open. And that is, I'm not waiting for you to be open. I'm going to throw it to you. Alabama's got three guys who could probably, who probably have world-class speed. Right? World-class speed. Now, it is the SEC, but you've got three guys. Chances are somebody's probably wide open. LSU had the best group of wide receivers I've seen in a long time. Chances are they were probably wide open quite a few times. That's what's hard to you know, you're trying to understand this, process this with these quarterbacks and say, is he really good? Jordan Love at Utah State seemed undermanned, but as my source said, he got he wilted in big games. But people love him because they haven't seen all of it. Like Joe Burrow, nobody's going, oh, Joe Burrow is going to be an unbelievable. He's going to be spectacular. Like we're done with Joe Burrow already. I not even got to the NFL. It's Man, that Justin Herbert's got some intangibles. Jordan Love, boy, that guy, watch out for him. It's it's what we don't know. What we do know, ah, it's boring. I'm going to talk about what we don't know. Yeah, Paul. I don't know who to credit, but someone posted on Twitter, you know, Jordan Love led the nation in interceptions, a natural replacement for Jameis Winston at the pace. Of they course. to move on. Yeah. Mean-spirited. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. We'll get to your phone calls as well. Once again, Jim Miller, who wrote the book on ESPN, also Saturday Night Live. He is uh, dialed in when it comes to uh, the TV business. Get his thoughts on Tony Romo for $17 million. I don't, I don't begrudge it. I mean, if CBS wants to pay him that, great. Good for Tony. And there are reasons that they paid for pay that for Tony Romo. This is a TV show. You want to keep a TV show intact. You got rights fees. You you got a new contract, a, a new collective bar or a new TV deal coming up. You want to keep him there. If LL Cool J said, "Hey, I want X number of dollars on the show that he's on," would anybody? Chris O'Donnell says that. I don't know what other CBS shows there are. But, you know, Jim Parsons, Jim Parsons made $100 million on the last deal on Big Bang Theory. Did anybody go, man, 
must be great to be an actor who works, you know, 30 minutes a week. Of course, I said that, too. Like, <laughs> good God, you're getting $100 million. Nobody, nobody complains about that. Oh, Tony, now I got Michael Thomas saying, that's why we shouldn't sign the new collective bargaining agreement. No way the announcer should be making more than 90% of the players. Michael, that's a stupid tweet. Did anybody complain about John Madden when John Madden was making 8 or $9 million a year? And he might have been the highest paid guy in football back then. Because you didn't have quarterbacks making that kind of money. John Madden was making the most money probably of any broadcaster and anybody on the field. Odell Beckham Jr., I'm done playing football. I just want to be an announcer now. That's uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Is that a promise? Good luck with that. It, 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 this shouldn't even be brought into the conversation that he's getting 17. Well, therefore, we deserve more. You guys are all interchangeable. Odell Beckham leaves, somebody else comes in. Michael Thomas, when he's done, somebody comes in. Tony Romo is signed up for 10 years. How many Super Bowls with that? How many of the top shows on CBS were the games that Romo did with Jim Nance? That's all you're doing. You're keeping a TV show intact. And it's a TV show. It's not a football game. Yeah, Paul. How much do you think the spillover will be on other players to retire a year early instead of retire later when they see what Romo did? I know other guys have made a lot of money, but this is astronomical. Like a J.J. Watt with the injury says, why not But why not tap out a year earlier than yeah, I thought? Yeah, but you got to be good. Uh, well, but we never thought that Romo was going to be good. Remember when he said he was going to the booth? We're like, him? Well, somebody knew it because, and I think Philip Rivers will be a very good analyst as well. I think he could be the next Romo where you go, wow, I did not expect this. If he would want to do that. Yes, he Quarterbacks seem to be at a, an, an advantage in that role, though, because they have to sort of read the field and they could say, see, this is what uh, this guy is looking at and this is where he's going to go. He's going to pass it over here because he's got this coverage, whereas a lot of other position players can't do that. Well, that's why I wondered about why, you know, down, if you play for the Cowboys, America's team, you're going to get a lot of opportunities. Jason Witten got the opportunity because he played for the Cowboys. If he played for the Browns, Bengals, Rams, no one would care. But he played for the Cowboys. And ESPN thinking, hey, Troy Aikman's done great. Tony Romo's doing great. Let's bring in our Cowboy. Moose Johnston's doing great. Emmett Smith not doing great, broadcasting one. But you bring in Witten, he wasn't ready for that. Because Witten is a guy who waits to get a ball. The guy who throws the ball sees everything. So Witten waited. He would wait when he broadcasted. you got to be proactive. And Jason wasn't wired that way. Drew Brees, to me, could be great. Now, I, I think Peyton would be the best. And, I, you know, Collinsworth and Troy, like, they're all great. But Peyton, if you watch, you know, Peyton's place, like, he's got it all. He's got a sense of humor. He's sharp. He's got respect. And his ability to pre-call, like, we think Romo's good. Peyton invented it. Peyton's the one who went to the line of scrimmage and goes, uh, hmm, you guys are blitzing over here. Okay. He could almost tell the defense what they were doing. But that was the brilliance of him. And I think Peyton, if they want to offer him 20, I don't think Peyton will do it. But, you know, $20 million to do that, it's pretty good. But the question is, does Peyton want to do that? But uh, Tony Romo, good for him. You know, he's done well. 
and he did something different that nobody else had done. I just want to know when that phone call from Chris Collinsworth agent goes to Mark Lazarus at NBC. Uh, or did you just send a, like a, a screen cap, you know, with just Romo signs for $17 million and then you send it that way. While Collinsworth picks up his, you know, 20th sports Emmy, or Troy Aikman sends a little note there, uh, best Cowboy quarterback as quarterback and broadcaster is still me. Yes, Paul. How much do you think Jim Nance is loving this? That it, it the team, because Jim Nance is in the, you know, the latter half of his career. He's doing fantastic, but he gets this prime time, you know, th- this partnership together, and he gets to have the focal point for the second half of his career. But also, I'm going to guess his price tag just went up too. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know Jim's contract, but he's probably saying, you know, I'm making ten. Tony's making seventeen. I don't know. I do golf. I do a lot of things for you. How about we split the difference and you you give me fourteen million? Jim's on vacation, by the way. We didn't reject. Where does he, where does he vacate? He vacations at home. Hey, you got a place like that? Where are you going? At Pebble Beach, he vacations at home. His backyard is where I want to go on vacation. Yes, I want to go to Nancy's house on vacation. All right, we'll take a break. Jim Miller will join us. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. Your phone calls are welcome. Eight seven seven three DP show. Take a break. 21 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's Geico Easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's get it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Can you call in your shot again? A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars in LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Uh, the response has been great. YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. But uh, if you can't watch, we, of course, encourage you to listen. Our great radio affiliates around the country, number 362. This program is brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way, the all-new GT four-door coupe. Because life is a race, visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of our interviews from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, just go to the DP Show app. Watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, Mercedes-AMG, driving performance. Best and worst of the weekend, Fritzy, your best and worst. Best of the weekend, Rockets 111-110 win in overtime at the Celtics Saturday night. Despite a rough shooting night for James Harden, Westbrook 41 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals. Jalen Brown hit a 3 at the top of the key that forced overtime in that game. Worst of the weekend, as our March Madness confusion grows, as we get ready to fill out brackets, 
Several ranked teams lose Saturday. Baylor, Florida State, Duke, Villanova, Maryland, Penn State, West Virginia, and Texas Tech all lose over the weekend. Paulie, best and worst of the weekend. Worst of the weekend. I know he could be injured, but Anthony Davis not playing last night. That was a great game, LeBron versus Zion. I really want to see Anthony Davis play back there and have his chance to shine. Best of the weekend, who the hell is Shake Milton? He played 40 minutes for the 76ers. He had 39 points, 5 assists. He is 7 of 9 from three-pointers. Shake Milton, this guy who came out of nowhere, I think he played at SMU. He was in the G League. G League. Yeah, he was killing it in the G League. Okay, do you, and does anyone think Shake is his actual first name? I have his actual name. I'm going to say no. That's correct. Malik Benjamin <laughs> Shake Milton. That's a great nickname. Though. Shake is great. It is. Sponsorships all day. Yeah. Shake Shack. Yep. McLovin, best and worst. Best. I have two best because both of my favorite college teams and my favorite college players had huge weekends. Obi Toppin and my Dayton Flyers. No, no, no. Straight. no, 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 no. And Miles Powell and my Cena Hall Pirates, Cena Hall all the way, <laughs> beat Marquette. My guys, Obi Toppin yeah. and Miles Powell, claiming them for life. I'm not going to let you be on the Dayton bandwagon. We don't want you. You're bad news. Obi Toppin. Yeah, I know. People are flopping for Toppin. It's all happening. <laughs> flopping for Toppin. <laughs> for Toppin. There it is. Seaton, best and worst of the weekend. Well, we've already hit these, but it's so good that I wanted to make it my best and worst anyway. Uh, James Harden absolutely laying the smackdown on Giannis was wonderful. It was. Wonderful. It was, right. We need more of that. Oh, gosh, is it good. Uh, my worst, though, was Giannis's little, I just want to win games and go back to my family. I, 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 he immediately killed all the leverage. You know what that reminded me of, actually? Do you remember when you were mean to Jake? Oh. And, and he goes... I'm just trying to have an opinion. Jake in L.A., the Oracle. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was like 11 at the time, and I, and I was all pumped up because I'd been doing the show, and then I kind of like went back at him a little bit, and he goes, I, I, I was just trying to tell you my opinion. I think the Celtics could really be the team to beat this year. I mean, they just look like a mess. And wait, how- wait, Jake, don't overreact like this. You're, you're better than that, right? I'm just giving my opinion like I'm supposed to. I know. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't listen anymore. Crush the little guy's dream. Oh. I'm just trying to give my opinion like I'm supposed to do. And then I saw Jake. What was that? Last year or the year before in L.A., he came out to Big Dean's in Santa Monica, and he walked up to me. He looks like he's about 6'2". Yeah. He goes, hey, how are you? And I go, good. He goes, I'm Jake in L.A. And I go, what the heck? Hey, how you doing, Dan? Yeah. What? I think he's going to school with Fritzy's son. I think they're both going to Syracuse. I think you're right about that. Yeah, that's good stuff. Just trying to give my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> All right, more phone calls coming up, best and worst of the weekend. Jim Miller, writer, executive producer, media consultant, wrote books on ESPN, Saturday Night Live, and, of course, a creative artist agencies, uh, agency. And he's currently working on a book about HBO. Jim, thanks for joining us. I thought of you when this Tony Romo story hit because I figured – you would have some inside knowledge about this, about what it means to the business and what's it mean for other analysts at other networks here. So where do you want to start with Tony Romo's contract? Well, I mean, look, I think there are a lot of people saying, of course, he was going to stay. And I, I don't think you need a triple-digit IQ to figure that out. It was always going to be – I mean, CBS was in a really tough position if they lost him because they're trying to do everything they can to hold on to that – 
Sunday afternoon schedule, particularly after Les Moonves left the company. You know, you have to remember that Les was a was a huge advantage for CBS because of his the relationship he had with Robert Kraft and a lot of owners in the league. It was always, if you remember, when Thursday Night Football came up, CBS won that right out of the gate, and I think a lot of that credit has to go to Les. So they were in a tough position. They knew that ESPN, in particular, wanted Romo. And what they did was they threw out a huge, huge number before ESPN could even even throw out a bid. I, I don't think, I, I, I really don't believe that ESPN would have gone as high as, as CBS did. I, and I believe the real number is more like 17-7 because there's a lot of private travel involved. Hmm. What do you think ESPN does now? Well, I think they have to have plan B, C, D, E. I mean, uh, it's it's hard. It's it's really hard because you can't you can't as as ESPN learned with Monday Night Football, you just can't all of a sudden produce these people out of thin air. Um, it takes a lot of reps. It takes you you need to know that you have somebody who can actually do the job. And by the way, we should say both on air and in the truck because that's another big part of it. So I mean, look, this reminds me a lot, Dan. I'm sure you remember in the early '90s when Madden was at CBS, Madden and Pat Summerall were at CBS, and all of a sudden NBC made an offer, ABC Monday Night Football made an offer. Some, uh, Madden at one point, he was actually, I think it was like around two or two and a half million he was going to get at CBS, and Fox made an offer of four million or four and a half million, and Madden still turned it down. And then they came back with, 30 million for four years. Like, I think it was like over 7 million. And Madden goes, yeah, on second thought, I, I think I'll go to Fox. You know, I mean, at some point the money just becomes crazy. And uh, I think there's one other thing that was, sorry to ramble, but I think there's one other thing going on, which is CBS lost the SEC to ESPN. And if you're in a position where you're losing the SEC mm. and Romo, and all of a sudden you're heading into the NFL negotiations without him, um, that's a good I point. That's, that's, that's tough. That's tough. Do you think ESPN stands pat with their Monday night lineup? I think that they are going to probably – I can imagine them simulcasting Monday night on ESPN and ABC and also going after the Sunday a Sunday afternoon package. Uh, I think that, you know, one of the things that – we should remember about Bob Iger staying on at least as chairman for the next couple of years is he's going to be there throughout this new round of NFL rights. And Bob Iger loves the NFL. In fact, that was probably the biggest area of contention between Bob and John Skipper when Skipper was there, because I don't believe Skipper would have even gone for the, another NFL package. And so Bob's got Jimmy Pitaro in the in ESPN who, who loves the NFL just as much as he does, and I think you'll see them go for, you know, Monday Night Football and and an additional game. What about their uh, team, their Monday Night team, with Booger McFarlane and Joe Tessitore? Do you think they uh, keep that team? How about those Knicks? <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 think it's, um, I think it's tough. I think it's tough. There's been a lot of learning curves, both inside the truck and and with the team, and some of it is – you know, you can't really point your finger at one particular person or whatever, but I think that there's, I think there's a lot of momentum inside for 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 change. But again, you know, I mean, there's some really interesting, talented people out there, but there's not an abundance. And so, if you're 
you know, and it's one of the reasons why I think Roma's people had such an advantage because it's definitely it's definitely a buyer's market. Does an announcer mean that much, make that much of a difference? Yeah, so that's the ultimate question, right? I mean, look, if there's a CBS game on two years from now and it's a great matchup, are people going to be saying, if they hadn't signed Roma, are they thinking, you know, we're not going to watch because of Roma? I don't think so, but I think it it adds to the entire patina of, of, of the network. I think it's, I think it's one of those things that um, I believe sometimes – an announcer and an announcing team can keep people engaged on a on a game that maybe is already over. I think there are some advertisers who believe that. They certainly did that, believe that with Madden and Summerall, because you're just kind of hanging out with them, then, yeah. you know, and, and, and people did that with Tony. And it was like, uh, you know, somebody the other day, David Beckham said the other day that he never left the Lakers game early as long as, even if it was a blowout, as long as Kobe was on the court. And I think that, in a, you know, not as a, in a dramatic way, and it's not a direct comparison, but I think there are people that really, really enjoy Tony Romo, and they love watching him predict things, and they like the way that he analyzes things, and so it's hanging out with somebody, and it, it does give it a finish. It does give it a finish when you're going in front of the committee and you're trying to, uh, you know, get those rights. I mean, obviously, it's, it's really about dollars, but I think it helps. Yeah, I have no problem with his salary because I just it, this is a TV show, and if you said this was Big Bang Theory, nobody complained when Jim Parsons got a hundred million dollars for being Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory. It you know it it gets a lot of eyeballs. It's three hours, four hours of entertainment. Uh, the other things that you use Romo for, that's fine. I I mean I I have no issue with it. Is there a sticker well, shot I, for you? I I. I mean, look, I did not predict it would go as high, high that, that high, but uh, I actually believe that one of the legacies of – when you talk about the NFL and television through the decades, one of the legacies is that money that you think is a lot at the time winds up not being a lot. We were just talking about Madden, and CBS lost the rights to the NFC package for like $400 million to Fox. Look at $400 million is nothing. Yeah. You lose that. I mean, that's like, that's like, you know, quarters in the couch that you find. I mean, and yet look what it did for Fox. And CBS had to have its nose pressed up against the window waiting to get it again. Um, so, and that same thing happened with NBC when it lost. And then it, you know, finally came back with Sunday Night Football. But I think that one of the things with NFL is it's still, in a way, America's crack cocaine. It's still going to get, even though, you know, there'd be seasons where, oh, the number's down a little bit or whatever, um, particularly in this crazy fractured universe, it's, it's, it's a very stable uh, viewership. And uh, you got to spend the money. That's not the official tagline for the NFL 2020. We're just like crack cocaine. That's not official, right? I think it's in second place. I'm okay. not sure what okay. place it is, but I, I'm, I'm, they're working on it. It's a, it's a big internal debate. But the one thing that's for sure is that they're going to have a lot of bidders, and the money's going to be it's going to be ridiculous. I mean, this should be this. This is like a little warning sign that we're about to get into some crazy, crazy dollars. If you heard something about me or this show, would you report it or would you call me first? Uh, let's see. 
No, I would text you. I, okay. would, I would text you. Okay. Right. Yeah. You I haven't would, heard I anything, would, right? Like, like what? I don't know. I'm just – I don't oh. mean to sound no, paranoid. I would, I, would, I would text – well, first of all, I would text you because I would want to confirm anything. Okay. And uh, if, if nothing else. But I would also want to want to hear your side of it. Yeah, of course. Okay. I, in fact, I think uh, through the years that's that's actually happened a couple of times. Yes, it has. You're a journalist, and you would always say, "Hey, I'm hearing this," and then you would, then I would pause for a few seconds or a minute or maybe an hour, and then I'd decide to get back to you because I, <laughs> I I knew you were right. I just I just wanted to know how how do I spin this and how long do I wait to get back to you? But. Uh, you know, that was when, yeah, no, you know, you were doing your ESPN book, and, you know, you're not doing another ESPN book, so I'm in the clear here. Well, not yet. <laughs> hey, it's great to talk to you, and uh, thanks for joining us as always. Thanks for having me. That's uh, James Andrew Miller, Jim Miller. He's done a lot of things. He also has a podcast called Origins, and I think he's exploring the 20th anniversary of Almost Famous. So he wrote the book on ESPN. And what I liked about it is that he didn't do uh, anonymous quotes. I think he only had a couple in the book. Because I said, look, if somebody wants to rip me, they can rip me on the record. But don't be a coward and go behind. And there were a couple that did that. Uh, and I know who you are. But you know what? We move forward. Who are they again? No. Nah, yeah, I know who they are. But, uh, you know, Jim did a great job in capturing uh, ESPN. I also did Live from New York, The Uncensored History of Saturday Night Live. I love that. That was a great book. Of course, I wasn't in it, so I was really happy to read that. <laughs> uh, I want to take this moment here. Uh, I got some bad news on Friday night. A friend of mine, friend of the show, and really just a wonderful person, Maura Mant, passed away. And um, she was the genius behind the ESPYs. She was a unbelievable worker. She was tough. She got things done. And uh, was a sweetheart. And she passed away suddenly, tragically, on Friday night. And, uh, you know, the name doesn't mean anything to, you know, 99.9% .9 of you. But it, she meant the world to me. She was just a great champion. She championed my cause. She was the reason why I went back to ESPN for the 40th anniversary. She said, do it. Do it for the people who watch you and Keith. Do it for, you don't have to do it for ESPN. Do it for the people who care and care about you. And she just kept reiterating that. And then I, she was the reason why I did it. She brokered, if you want to say a deal, but there was no contract or anything. It was just, you know, she was there for me. And she was just a wonderful, wonderful person. And she'll be greatly missed because she did so many other things besides the ESPYs. But uh, more man, rest in peace. Back after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. 
Remember back on November 12th? You know what happened on November 12th? We did something the next day after what happened on November 12th. Basketball game, upset, big upset. Number one team in the country got upset. Evansville? Evansville beat Kentucky in Lexington by three. Uh, We had Walter McCarty on, who was the Evansville coach, who's since been dismissed. He was uh, a former Kentucky player. On Saturday, that same Evansville team. You know what Evansville did after beating Kentucky this year? Probably went on a run and tore it up. (laughs) They didn't win a conference game. They went 0-18 in in the Missouri Valley Conference. The Purple Aces are the first team in NCAA history to beat a number one team in the country and lose all of their conference games in the same season. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. I'm told we have a new poll question. McLovin, do we? Uh, we can. I have a couple options for you. I have an NBA and an NFL. Well, update the oh, uh, Who's the MVP? Uh, 61% landed on Giannis okay. over LeBron. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Quick NBA question. Okay. Who's the best duo in the West? Because they're all duos now. Everyone's got a friend. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi, Paul George, Harden, Westbrook. Now that Westbrook's playing like an MVP. And how about Luka and Christoph Porzingis? Now that Porzingis is self-realized and scoring like 38. Um, do you take the Mavs? I'm actually just curious. I wanted, do you take the Mavs seriously in this whole thing? Why aren't they in the picture? No one talks well, about Well, aren't they the best offensive team in the league? Oh, yeah. Porzingis is the first player in NBA history with at least five block shots and at least five three-pointers made in the same game. Like, imagine that, that you got a guy that talented, that, and he just did this. He did it with the Knicks one time. And then uh, he just did it with the win over Minnesota. At least five block shots and at least five three-pointers made. Whoa! Rich in Florida joins us. Hey, Rich, what do you have for me today? Hey, Dan, thanks for taking my call. Sure. We are going to England, Scotland, Wales, and Ireland for three weeks in May. Okay. And I need your sage advice okay. on which golf courses I ought to look at playing while we're there. Okay. Well, you want to do Bally Bunyan. You want to do the old course at Bally Bunyan. Um, Waterville, to me, is was sneaky great. Waterville is wonderful. Uh, La Hinch is a lot of fun in Ireland. I never, I, I didn't play golf in Scotland. I played, um, I played St Andrews, but I haven't played any place else there, so I can't help you with that. If you do uh, uh, Royal Port Rush, there's Port Marnock. There's, you can't go wrong. But you know what I would do is I would just prepare for the weather, even though it's May. It's going to be a little brisk over there, uh, Rich, and you're going to probably have a couple of days where it looks beautiful and then it looks horrible and vice versa. I appreciate it, but we're really looking forward to the trip. Well, in Scotland, if you get a chance just to see the heather in bloom, I don't know if it'll be in bloom, but you'll just see this sea of purple. It's it's wonderful. Um, and there's a little bit different. I think there's a difference in the Irish and the Scottish. The Irish are really, really accommodating. Scottish, not as much. 
Um, you almost have to earn their love, whereas the Irish, you know, they, they want your love. They, they, they understand tourism, it feels like. I've always felt that. And, and I'm Irish and Scottish, so I can give a decent opinion on this. But I, I just found the um, Ring of Kerry. Go to the Ring of Kerry. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Can't go wrong with the Ring of Kerry. They're just, but get ready to drive an awful lot, and they're two-lane highways only meant for one car. So just so <laughs> you know, get, get ready for one of those moments where you go, oh, my God, I'm on the wrong side of the road, or that car is coming really close to me. But uh, yep, safe travels, and uh, let me know how you do, Rich. We appreciate your time. Yes, Paul. The first time I drove in Ireland, I was leaving Galway, and, you know, you go, you're on the other side of the road. It's yeah. a bit, but then you get one of those turnaround things where there's five different. Oh, the roundabouts. The roundabouts where there's four different lanes of cars coming yeah. in. I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, hit the gas. It's like when a merry-go-round is going, and then you you're, you just want to jump on it. Like you go, I don't, I don't, then you just go, and you just throw yourself on it. Yeah, I, those are beautiful places to go to. I loved Edinburgh. I went all the way up to Inverness. We, we went there on our honeymoon, rented a car. And at the time, I didn't play golf, and I didn't drink scotch. I'm going, what am I doing? Missed out on all of that. Final hour coming up, Dan and the Dan and Stan Patrick Show. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify, and it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.